Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I- You're rolling with Jason and John. 92.9 FM ESPN. Happy Friday. Yay. To everyone in the land of Memphis, the great land of Memphis. Hey, what the hits just keep on coming at Luke Kennard. Concussion for the list of Grizzlies who won't be in uniform tonight when they take on the defending champion Denver Nuggets. Our man John Martin will be in the house. Might have stole a little bit of his thunder, but I can't wait uh, to hear how things went tonight. We don't need to paint the picture. It's pretty obvious. Shorthanded doesn't even halfway begin to describe it for the Grizzlies. Well, last I checked, John, this information important to you, five-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Nuggets tonight. Jokic and the boys. Yes. We'll see what they do. They're 1-0, Grizzlies 0-1. Uh, Bobby Bingo Smith passed away. Is that so? Did you see that? I did not. I did not even know that. Cleveland Cavaliers, great. Memphis Melrose, Melrose great. Oh, Shelby man. Metros, Shelby County's all-time leading scorer. Uh, the only man to score more points in Shelby County history than Joe Jackson passed away uh, at the age of 77. Uh, so we're certainly thinking about him. Again, one of Melrose's finest. And, and a, I was telling Jeff, the legends almost, you know, you, you, as new generations are sprout up and everything else, you almost lose the, the knowledge of the, of the, you know, the legend that was yeah. Bobby Bingo Smith. But uh, went on to a great career with the Cleveland Cavaliers, I believe playing at Tulsa. And, uh, yeah, sad day, certainly. Uh, for the Cavaliers organization and for the family of Bobby Bingo Smith, certainly thinking about them. I tell you, if there's one thing that you can count on in this world of craziness, it's the Memphis women's soccer team. That's all I got. Yeah, it's and true. folks just keep rolling. It's true. One of the uh... – Give it up for the Memphis women's soccer team. One of the uh, great regrets I have is that uh, for for whatever reason, we never had Bingo on the show. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm not sure, you know, why that is. I guess we just didn't cross paths. But I mean, you talk about legends of Memphis basketball, mm-hmm. underrated, honestly, too. Like, just not talked about probably enough for the pioneer that he was. Exactly. Um, you know, there have been a lot of amazing players that have come through the the Memphis high school ranks, right? Um, but but Bobby Bingo Smith was that first generation man. He was that first generation, and and uh, you know, really paved the way for. A lot of the future greats and the next generation, um, and that's a hell of a legacy. It's a hell of a legacy to leave. So, uh, thoughts and prayers to his family. Yep. But uh, what a, what a life and 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 what a what an what an athlete, uh, Bobby Bingo Smith was. Um, rest in peace. Yes. Uh, how about that? Memphis women's soccer just uh, keeps keeps on rolling. Twelve in a row to finish the regular season, close so, it out against Tulsa last night. Now we're going to the AAC tournament. Number one seed in next week's AAC tournament, I believe, in Florida. They will roll. I have no doubt, and it's all about it's NCAA championship or bust. It's very exciting, and Brooks Monaghan's done a fantastic job, obviously. This team, he feels like better than last year's. Last year's went to the Sweet 16. That's what you need to know. Uh, starts up, I believe, against UAB next week yeah. in that quarterfinal round. Yes. Uh, so how about that? Shout out to them. Uh, Nuggets, as you mentioned, in town tonight. Yes, I will be there. Uh, I'm not going to really get into anything other than that. Oh, I, well, we want to know if you're going to do the Simba thing, or is that just on a – no Riley tonight. Oh, it's an adult-only night. Yeah. I see. No Riley tonight. That's good. That's good that you and Sam get out. Mimi's on the clock tonight. Mimi is, yeah. mo- is mother-in-law. Yeah. Oh, no, that's my mom. Uh, Mimi is your mom. Yeah. So it's hard to keep up with Nani that. is uh, mother-in-law. Nani is mother-in-law. Yes, and Mimi is my mom. I got you. So when the last time you and Sam got out? 
Has it uh, been a minute? Man, oh, yeah, so I can yeah. tell by the look on your face. Oh, good. We're happy for you guys that you're getting out tonight. Hopefully you'll see a good game at least for three quarters. Right? Yeah, we'll be in uh we'll be in a suite. It'll be a Oh my lord. I had to do I had to do a right for Sam, bro. Sweet. I had to do a right for Sam. Oh yes. my lord. Wow. Yes, absolutely. This guy does not play anymore in BC. <laughs> it ain't nothing but the best. I'll be completely for my partner. I'll be completely transparent about the situation. I'm a I'm a guest tonight. Of, a guest of home of Caesar Sportsbook. Yes. Wow. It did deserve a round of applause because that <laughs> means you've done a lot. That means you've done a lot. Yeah. For them, they uh, they offered like a uh, a pre and uh, post game experience. By the way, like a uh, pre game, you come for shoot around, and uh, you know you, maybe you get an autograph, and then the po- and then grief. and then post game they offer um, like a photo on the court. If if I might. A and photo. Mm-hmm. Why don't you take him up on it? Well, I don't. I, I'm not gonna be able to get there early enough for the pregame. Oh, because it's a 6 p.m. game, right? Yeah. Oh, it, it is early. early start. And you got to get there like Super two early. hours. Yeah, you got to yeah. get there really early. Clearbacks. But, but post, I might. I mean, I might get Sam out there with the with the with baby boy out there. First picture on the court at FedEx Forum. Wow. Are yeah. you Caesar's Platinum Triple Elite? Uh, I what am, level? Uh, Just tell me what, because I used to do that with Marriott points, and I'm like, lifetime gold, never got to platinum. Diamond Elite. Oh this my God. main is Diamond Elite oh with Caesars. Oh, my Caesar. Lord. So, like, this is not just to be Don't clear ask, to the listeners. Brad, I just know to be what clear you to the ask. listeners. Just to be Don't. clear to the listeners. This is not because of endorsements for Caesars. No. This is strictly usage of Caesars. Correct. Absolutely. Holy crap. Absolutely. What does that number take? Yeah. Uh, uh, I knew I don't you would know. ask the question. I'll get there. Well, it actually, it takes a lot more than it used to. Let, we don't have to spe- say the wow. number. Let's just speculate kind of ballparking. Where? How do you get levels? Like if well, I want to get in the, it's a spin. you pour in. It's a spend. You got to spend. Portion, how you got to get some money. How in much there. do you pour in? Is the question. I want to. I, I don't wanna... know if we need the answer. No, I don't. I don't. I'm scared. I don't only play there, but I do play there a lot. Clearly, I other books. Yeah. Clearly, you play there a lot. Yeah. Diamond, I, platinum, double, diamond, elite. I would say. Uh, I don't even want to put a number on it. That's fine. I, I don't want to put. Is there a higher? Is there a level above yeah, diamond? There's, elite? there's, there's, there's one. the question. Right there's there. one. Okay. So there's it's, only one level above him. It's Brad. called seven stars, and it's invitation only, and you have to you have to do I think like double or triple what I did there. I mean, it's great okay. to get okay. there. It's like, dude, you're a whale if you're seven stars. That's like Mickelson's, dude. Yes, bro. Yes. Whoa. It's, well, it's like Mickelson. Yes, it's like if you're seven stars. Who's the other guy though? That's you know Rutherford. Billy Walter. Yeah, Billy. Yeah, I mean, so if it's you're, like Mickel, Mickelson yeah. and Billy and Uncle Phil. Yeah, uh, see, and, that was safe, Jason. We got there in a safe. Yeah, manner. and uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of uh, you're exactly. It's a lot of heavy lifting. You're exactly. So I imagine right. some emotion involved there too. With Always emotion on that journey. Always emotions. My no doubt. goodness. We uh, we do have the Nuggets in tonight at minus two and a half. Yeah. Congratulations on the perks. Yeah. yeah, I will say that something comes with all that work. <laughs> I, I will say this. I will you say get this. To sleep with a grizzly. The rea- the reality <laughs> of the situation is that in this world, Amazing. right? Wow. It is it is a fight for your gambling dollar. Yeah. And uh, I and, that's what this. And is. I do believe that. The, the the companies that are willing to do things like this now Caesars has a uh, a partnership with the NBA right so they can work a little bit more and the NFL so they can work a little bit more closely with the teams you know and I'm sure that there was some cooperation here with the Grizzlies I think maybe they, even the Grizzlies volunteered some of those experiences tonight um, but uh, I I do believe that you know the days of you know just uh, oh here here it is come get it I, I think you have to fight for it now I really do I, wow. it's in this in this new world it's so. sort of like what casinos used to do now yeah. it's spread to the books 100 percent it's the yeah. same thing so but yes I'll be there tonight with That's Sam cool. and the unnamed child and uh, enjoy should be a fun time yeah, man. should be a fun I'm not trying to rub it in your face man I just I, I just wanted people to I just wanted people to know you what did was that going very, very well <laughs> in all of our faces all of Memphis's faces no 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 it's not I would not recommend doing what I do don't go don't don't go that don't go down that path so it's, it's, it's it's scary. Yeah, it absolutely is. Dark. Uh, but it uh, should be a uh, very interesting night down inside FedEx Forum so. as Grizzlies try to avoid an 0-2 start. 0-2 at home. Now, I know uh, our, our stats team is robust around here. When, when's the last time Grizzlies started 0-2 at home? Do you have that in front of you? No. Our, our stats team clearly is just off for the weekend. I imagine it probably hasn't happened, though, since... 
you know what? Again, but what are you getting at? Time to ring the alarm? No, no, no. I'm, so, just, that, I'm that, just saying. No, like, it, it just they're one of the best the, teams. The, in the foreign, the weirdness of it. I mean, it, you know? all we've seen is excellence at home last couple of years, feels like. So, no, I, I can't tell yeah, you the last time a, they were always. It's more of a testament to that, right? Uh, 100%. Like, that the Grizz have just but been so incredible at home. Back to the point, didn't we expect this once uh, Sunday rolled around? And we got the Stephen Adams so, yeah. news that there was yes. a good chance at an 0-2 start. Yes. And so I wouldn't, you know, very well could go to that. You got the Wizards on the second night of the back-to-back. Yep. I think we thought. This might be coming after no Sunday, doubt. and so no need to again, you know, sound the panic alarm. If even if even if it's, I mean, you're supposed to lose. I, tonight. I hope you're it's competitive. I, I hope it's competitive for you and for everybody that's down there. But there's no need to panic tonight if it's not, because again, you are I, so I short-handed. You just lost another one in Canard to the yep. con- you know concussion, and yeah, exactly. I mean, what are you supposed to do? If right you keep now? it within ten, I'd be impressed. I, I, I told <laughs> yeah, Jeff, I really would. more so than trying to win. Obviously, you are the priority. Just should be even if it's in a loss, trying to get Jaron Jackson Jr. going because those are the two things, him and Bang, like we talked right. about yesterday, that you got to have through this twenty-five. You need them playing at a high level. So, again, whatever I've got to do, even if it's in a, a, a losing battle, um, I'm trying to get Jaron Jackson going. I'm trying to get him more po- post-touches. Absolutely. Uh, so that's what, the, that's what the priority should be tonight. Anthony Sane's going to join us at 1125. Yes. yes. Uh, we'll and talk then, about that with him. Uh, Rob Fisher is going to join us at 125. Well. So, uh, Excellent. Grizzlies day. Looking forward to, uh, to, to all of that. But uh, I can just tell – that Jason is excited about so many things today. Well, not as excited as you about about tonight. Uh, excited. I, you know, we'll see what the spread is. I mean, hopefully it's a good spread. Hopefully it's, you know what I'm saying, hey, maybe next time, you know, I'll take you. There's three more games this year where there's a, there's a suite, I'm told, and maybe if, you know, you hold up your end of the bargain as a friend, maybe you get to come down. I don't mess with Caesars. <laughs> That's fair. But you wouldn't take them up on that invite, though, huh? You have to you have to be loyal no. to the brand. Someone else will have to enjoy it for me. All right. Uh, I appreciate the open invite. Let's talk about this game inside FedEx Forum tonight. I can tell there's a a quiet confidence, perhaps, inside of you. Am I, is that a misread? No. I told my son this morning, watch. We all got him on one, too. They're going to win this game tonight. Now, again, I'm talking to a nine-year-old. Right, right. You're talking to a nine-year-old. And he's not going to hold me accountable if they don't. But he kind of saw he's not through the like, BS, you were wrong. No, I did. I actually said, you know, John, when, when, when Trista Crick jumped on with us on Tuesday and she liked Lakers plus five and a half, you liked Lakers plus five and a half, I liked Lakers plus five and a half, what happened? That's true. I, when she jumped on and said she liked it with us, I said, oh, no. It's a little one thing, one thing you've told me and a little bit of knowledge I've is when everybody's on one side, you go the other way. And again, I would point to how good the Grizzlies have been at home. I know you look on paper, there ain't no way they're winning this game. But don't you know it's going to be – don't you just know it's going to be a hell of a, a spirited effort on a Friday night? I got a feeling you're going to get a good – you're going to have a good crowd tonight, a lot of energy. Hopefully it keeps you in the game for three and a half quarters. And Bain and, and, and Jaron are playing so well that you've got a chance at the end. I don't know. There is a little. I think you read it right, John. I got a little. Just because everybody's on one side and it looks so undoable. I respect that. Um, I think the Grizzlies going to put up a hell of an well, effort. Well, I, I, I think probably it- going to be finished off by Jokic in the end in what's probably maybe a tight game. Remember how good they've been at home. Yes, I think you're on to something. Uh, and again, I'm on the Nuggets tonight at two and a half, but that's very different than five and a half, for example, yeah, right? Because then you start curve. talking about possessions and. Things that can happen, right? Uh-huh. Um, I, you, you are talking about professional athletes, professional basketball players, right? It's not as simple as, oh, the Grizzlies are out uh, without this, this, this. Oftentimes, when a team uh, like the Denver Nuggets of their caliber comes in, it raises a level, right? The the best version, absolutely. You know, we could we could possibly see. Now, I don't I don't know what the best version of this Grizzlies team as it is like. In terms of the availability, I don't know what that is. Is that a one-point win? Is it a three-point loss? I don't know, you know. But I do agree with you that there are going to be moments in this game where the Grizzlies should be in a position to win. I do believe that. I mean, it would not shock me at all if they were leading at the half, if they were leading at the end of three, and then, like you said, you know, Denver's like, all right, let's finish them off. Or maybe they can just win the game outright. I I don't rule any of it out. I I think it's a respond game for Jaron, much like you saw – uh, with AD now, the heat on AD was much, much hotter after that one game. He goes scoreless in the second half against Denver. But it, similar story in that you've got to get more from your stars, particularly with one down. And I think Jaron, knowing that, you know Taylor Jenkins, knowing he's got to get it going, you're going to get a response game from him. That's going to help crowd everything else. People will be into this one. Uh, hopefully, the Grizzlies keep it close, maybe winning the end. I, I just I fear Jokic being yeah. the 
the thing you can't stop at the he, end. He does it to everybody. No shame. But just get Jaron going again. Yeah, if you do I mean, that, yeah. that's a win. To he, me, well, it's a up, win. The, the, the only way it gets off the rails is if Jaron just gets in foul trouble with the washing well, machine that is N- Nikola Jokic. Knock on wood. He, won't be, he, he won't be on him, though, right? I mean, it'll be oh, Till- to You're using Tillman to yeah, start. Exactly. But there will be times yeah, where. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, where where Jaron is on him, but yeah. Jaron can foul can get pick up fouls even if right. he's not on Jokic. Because Jokic, because he plays outside, you know. I mean, he and honestly, Aaron Gordon could get him in foul trouble. I mean, that could happen as well. I, I told somebody else this real quick on Jaron. Five blocks in the first game is fantastic. We know he tries to block everything. We made the point. It's part of what takes you out of rebounding position. You you have reached enough of a status in this league now with DPOY and everything else. Man, fake some of those blocks. That it'll change their shot. They're so worried about you now. Fake some of those blocks. Turn back to rebounding position. I'm telling you, even if it's just the difference in two or three or four rebounds, that can help. He's got to incorporate that more in his game, especially right now, John, when they need the rebounding. So fake a couple of those blocks. And I'm telling you, it could add to two, three more more rebounds for him, everything else, incorporating that in the game. Just You can't try to block everything right now when this team needs your rebounding as much as it does. Absolutely. Uh, All right, uh, Memphis basketball. The Tigers, I did. Uh, believe they kick off their season with an exhibition on Sunday against Andre Turner and Lane. How excited are you to see this new-look Memphis basketball I'll be, team? I'll be honest. I'm excited to see Andre Turner and Lane come through here real quick because we'll get to Memphis basketball, and it's, you know, there's a lot there to talk about. But with – I appreciate Penny's loyalty. We touched on this earlier in the week. He could be playing those secret scrimmages that right now would probably be more beneficial to this Tigers team than these exhibitions he's playing against Lane and Lemoyne. He's doing these because it helps Lane and Lemoyne. Obviously, you got a former Tiger, a Tigers great, and Andre Turner coaching Lane now. This this money helps their athletic departments. The same thing for William Anderson, the athletic director over Lemoyne Owen. I appreciate yes. Penny's loyalty because, again, to you could really use – in this case, two former Tigers oh, okay. Okay. To, to, the, to the to the HBCU in town. Yes. I appreciate that loyalty because, again, you could be getting more out For of this sure. preseason, it feels like to me, yes. if you were playing secret and scrimmages against real teams. And it helps their budget. And, real helps their... and, again, John, with the need to come together so quickly and see it, you know, get, establish a pecking order, those games could have been more beneficial to you in terms of from a competitive standpoint this season. So I appreciate Penny's loyalty. Excited to see Andre Turner and those guys uh, down at the forum on Sunday. That said... How can you not be excited about seeing how this works out? About you know, you got a bunch of dudes who were the guy at their former program. Uh, you got a guy that you think can, you know, be the one to sort of balance it all out in Javon Quinley and keep everybody happy. Got a real big now in Jordan Brown. More depth than last season. So uh, it's exciting. You know, they're yeah. not in the top twenty-five. That's correct. So it's not to the level that it would be. Is there any way for them to get into the top 25? Like, is there something that could happen that would get them in the top 25 outside of just obviously winning every game? Like, not that. No. How so? I'm just like, if they, if there was any potential addition. Not until the season starts, right? If there was any potential addition that they could make that, the, that would get them in the top 25. Well, I'm, interesting. The top 25 set. It is for now. So until until games gotcha. are played okay. again, so, I don't. So, I think so you even, can't. Even there's new information to, right, for a right, team, right, I don't right, believe okay, would okay. change that where you're going to be going into but, the but season. But do you now. think if that addition had occurred Very before the final ballots were in, do you think that there would have been maybe an appearance by Memphis in the top 25? Just hypothetically, depends do you think on, that would have happened? Depends on what that addition was. Okay. I mean, we. I mean, if you're if you're if you're talking about DeAndre Williams, who everything's still up in the air. But we said if they get DeAndre Williams, they're a top ten team. What does Evan Mia have them with him top ten? I think maybe I gotta ask. I think yeah, Evan uh, Mia, of course. Uh, one, you know, you got Bart Torbic, you got Kim Pop. Torbic had him top ten, and then I gotta see what Evan Mia had him. And then without without DeAndre, he had him in the thirties, which is where they are at Kim Pop. Um, and I think I think Evan Mia's analytics have them really high with DeAndre as well. Uh, Bro, they are a national title contender if they had DeAndre Williams. What are we doing? That hasn't changed, John. Yep. Yep. I wish I could, I have to put it in here, but um, you can't you can't you can't adjust for DeAndre right now. But I'm I'm pretty sure Evan Mia had him in there uh, with uh, you know with top ten with DeAndre Williams. So um, anyway, uh, is that is that something we should be holding out hope for? I thought we DeAndre. Had kinda, yeah, they've gotten two no's. Are you telling me now I need to be? Um, changing my I, I swear I heard some optimism in Jeff's voice that had not been there like it was this morning. I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe. Am I reading y'all wrong? With I mean, what I would tell that, you. That man said, "We got to see. We got to see. We got to see." Optimism is 
faith that leads to achievement. Did you just look that up? Nothing can be done without hope and confidence. What are you talking Hel- Helen about? Helen Keller. Helen Keller. Uh, that's what Helen Keller said. That's what Helen Keller said, bro. I, 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 sometimes I look to Helen Keller on Fridays for motivation, bro. Y'all. What's the harm in being hopeful, that are bro? Listening. What's the harm in being hopeful? Anybody that's been with us the last two or three weeks knows that wasn't nobody talking like this about on DeAndre Williams possibility. Dude, hope is and the, now you're, you're hope is the pillar Webster's that dictionary. holds up the world. That's what D. Rose told me. Hope is the dream of a waking man. Pros with Rose. Pros there's, with Rose. There's been a change here. Uh-huh. Pros with Rose. We shall see. I mean, just stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Sunday, first game uh, of the. Now he's already named the starting lineup. No, 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 no. I, I don't think it would. You know, we're, this is like a big picture thing. Where is Don Jackson? I don't know. Penny's attorney. He must be working somewhere. I mean, he's got Mikey Williams. He's to hire him. I was just about to say. <laughs> He, that man might be Johnny Cochran. We'll see. We'll see. Should be interesting. Uh, wow. s- Sunday, uh, first uh, exhibition game for <laughs> Los Tigres. Uh, <laughs> before we get to Anthony Sane, <laughs> the return of the king last night. I know a lot of people were down about the Lakers after that first loss to the Nuggets of the season. They said, man, it's hard to see this team winning very much if you're going to put LeBron on a minutes restriction. And in game two of the season – they said, damn that minutes restriction because we need him. He played 35, that's six, five to six over what he was supposed to play. And it was an absolute master class in the fourth quarter against the Phoenix Suns. How excited were you to see what is still possible with such an old man? Man, Booker wasn't out there. Oh, okay. You don't get a whole lot of credit for having to come back okay. against a Phoenix team that's just got Kevin Durant. Hey, we're up 12 at some point, right? I, I mean, ex- You were down 11-12 going in the fourth or whatever it was. Oh, you're holding them accountable as opposed to the Suns. No, here, here's my take on this. We were supposed to stick to the plan. Yes. Keep LeBron under 30. Forget statements and everything else. I don't like it. I don't like it at all that they were struggling, with, quite, quite frankly, with a Phoenix team that just had Kevin going crazy. No Booker out there? Come on now. That wasn't supposed to be close, was it? No, I mean, they were a six-point I mean, it, it's great to see LeBron still be able to do this, but he they don't need him trying to do this in an 82-game season. They need him playing fewer yes. than 30 minutes, so he and AD are both there. At the right. They need their bench, that improved depth, stepping up and providing enough that LeBron didn't have to do what he did last night against a shorthanded Phoenix team. That's yeah. my take. Yes. Uh, it was. It was – LeBron has one move now. And it is simply just to uh, uh, bowl towards the rim with his uh, mass and, and and dare anybody to step in the way. And they don't, and they can't. But it's all he can do now, bro. He ain't doing the step-back threes anymore. He ain't doing the dunks on every – like, it's it's different. You know, it's below the rim. <laughs> but, That's how I respect it. But, but, yeah, like, he's evolving. You know what I'm saying? He's evolving in a way that only King James can. Well, I thought about your take that if they wanted, he'd retire. There's no way he'd retire. Bro, it's with, time. With six on the – with six right there. The, chance, gonna be no the chance to have Mike. If he's lucky he enough would, to have he five. Would, he would come back again thinking, I'm coming back for six. Man. Uh, anyway, should be a uh, fun weekend here. Memphis, North Texas. Uh, no, not today. Not today. You're off today. I, mean, I just want to make sure everybody's clear. You're off today, buddy. I, I don't need you keeping yeah, track of that. Yeah. You just monitor your you're not, Caesar's perks. You're not on the, not on the schedule, pal. Okay. Uh, but I'll tell you who, who is on the schedule. Anthony Sane. He's going to join us on the other side. Talking to him about the Grizz tonight. Reactions from the first game of the season and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I'm trying to film ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Excited. Anthony Sane is the host of the Anthony Sane Show on Bluff City Media. You need to be checking it out. The Tribal Chief of Grizz Twitter, long-time Tribal Chief, independent journalist, founder of Asylum Media Group, and father of five-star 2032 multi-sport prospect, Gabe Sane, who's in the building as well. We got them both. Follow him on X at Sane Asylum. He joins us now, very eager to get to him. Uh, One in the books, Sane, and one coming up tonight against the defending champion, Denver Nuggets. What do you think about Wednesday night and how that went down? A lot of folks were panicking. A lot of folks were saying, "Stay calm." Which side were you on? Man, you know, I, you know, I'm not tripping out that game. It's uh, a lot of stuff that we saw that night that you probably won't see again. Uh, we saw a lot of good things that I didn't really expect either. Um, with Stephen Adams going down, I expected the, you know, Tillman Jaron lineup to not look like a lineup that can maintain. Mm-hmm. Those two on the court together was good. Like if if yeah. that's your starting front court, I don't really care what they do as far as the starter goes. But they definitely need, you know, more bigs. They need they need one legitimate big. <clears throat> but I'm not necessarily sure he has to start. Like I think that Tillman and Jaron can can hold it down. If you look at those minutes, they look really good um together. Um I don't expect Luke Kennard to go over five from three again. I don't expect Jaron to be that bad. Jaron was terrible game one. I don't expect that to be him. Not even two games in a row. So. Yeah, you were defending him on Twitter. I yeah, saw man, that. people a lot of, like a lot of folks attacking. We him just we gotta stop being silly when it comes down to Jaron, bro. It's like Jaron had an all-star season last year, and, and when and during that stretch when Ja was out, dude was putting up stud. some crazy numbers. He was a stud. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and even in the playoffs, we we saw Jaron's numbers. Like, J- only thing that I'll say about Jaron that's indefensible is that Jaron is not a self-starter. You have to he has to be motivated mm. by something, and um and he also kind of sticks to the script. Like, you saw that in Team USA. We've seen it with the Grizzlies forever. He's gonna do whatever the game plan tells him to do. He's not gonna he's not gonna go and say, okay, well we need a bucket right here. Let me go get a bucket. Now, if coach says, Jaron, go get the next eight buckets. Jaron will go out there and attempt to go. He'll play the style that they ask him to play. Like he, that's kind of what he is. And that's I mean I don't think that's ever gonna change about him. But um, I'm not I'm not concerned with him. Um, not even in the short term as far as any of that goes. Cause we we know we've seen the work he's put in to be, become a more diverse offensive player. Yeah. So I mean he's just they've got a. They've got to make that effort to get him going early because if you don't, he's not going to do it on his own. He'll, That's he'll, a great point about not yeah. being a self-starter. They got they got yeah. Taylor's just as much of, and they did that last year. Last mm-hmm. year they were they were making an initiative to get Jaron going super early, and I think they were super relying on the three, including him. But I think that's something that they'll make those they'll make those adjustments. And I'm not mad at all because this new offense they've got, they got some really good ball movement in the half court and got some really good looks. They couldn't make anything. 5-21 on open yeah, looks. Yeah, exactly. And I think those are, if you get 21 open looks every night. On most nights. You're going to you're gonna you know knock those down. Uh, you the, know, the, the Nuggets will probably not allow as many. Yeah, but, if, but the, the thing I'm saying picture, is yeah. if you if – you, if you, there were 5 or 21 on open looks, right? Mm-hmm. If you make five more, there's 15 more points. Oh, yeah. Right, made right. As, a, as opposed to misses. And there were a couple of opportunities where – you're down eight. You got the ball. You missed a shot that would have put you down five. That would have tightened things up a little bit. There sure. was a lot of situations like that. Um, plus a nightmare matchup against New Orleans. That's when, when you're when you've got front court issues. That's the worst team you want to you want to play against. When you've got JV, who's just a bull down low, and and uh, Zion Williamson, who's who can be in, incredible in stretches during those type of games. So yeah, it, it wasn't the best matchup for us. But most of the teams you you're going to play against 
or going to look like what you look like or even worse. Most teams, you, you, you've you got a guy who's going to be – you're going to play a slight center like Jaron and some guy who's actually a small forward playing the four. So I think that depending on the night you're playing, you know, you're, you're going to see more teams that don't look like New Orleans and don't look like Denver mm-hmm. with, with Gordon and um, and Jokic. You'll see teams that have that look like Washington who's got, you know, just a – you know, a pretty average center, and a guy like uh, Kuzma who's playing the four, who's really a wing. So I think you'll see more teams like that than what you'll see uh, these first couple of games. Uh, in terms of tonight, are you familiar with, uh, I assume you're familiar with the Ewing theory? Uh, about how guys, you're better without certain guys? Yeah, like your best player, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't play, so Kennard's out tonight. So, <laughs> so uh, I was like, where are you going with this? Because so, we know John's going for 25. <laughs> so Kennard's so out Where are you going? Um... Isn't it one of those deals, though? And again, I'm I'm on Denver tonight mm-hmm. at, at a much different number. I heard, I heard you saying, but it is one of those stop like like those spots for a team that is like has the makeup of the Grizzlies, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's a lot of new faces, so we'll see. Right. But in past years, this is sort of like the the bounce, isn't it? Like historically, this is the spot where a great team comes in, Grizzlies have no chance, and they win, and they find a way. I to, think they're going to win tonight. Like I I. This this feels like one of those type of games, like what you're saying, the, where they come in, they're back at home, they took a kick in the mouth the other night. You yep. know Jaron's going to be a lot better than he was the other night. You may not get the same thing from Tillman, um, but you feel like somebody's going to going to have a big game. Can you tell me who? Because I'd like to find out. I'd I can like see to know. I can see Zaire having a good game. Okay, uh, Zaire. Smart Smart had a really good game. He did the first night. Too. He shot the ball pretty well. Yeah, he had he had he's turnover happy, but you know. Yep. Like I said yesterday, I don't know who's I don't know if I was on my show or somebody else's show, but I was talking about how uh, Marcus Smart's turnovers are like bad passes and things like that. Yes. Um, that's a, a turnover to me. Like turnovers are always relative. Bad shots are turnovers to me. Like if you're coming down and you're taking bad shots and you know it goes the other way, that's a turnover too. So I, I can deal with that because his his he doesn't take the amount of bad shots. Like we're used to it in that exactly position. right. So, um, but yeah, I could I can totally see it, man. I don't know who else could, would go off. Um, Conchar. I I'd assume we see some Conchar minutes today. I would got to right. I would, if I were the Grizzlies, I ain't gonna lie. I could, we kind of as fans, we kind of think in, in 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 video game rationale as opposed to real life rationale. But mm-hmm. I would throw a guy like Gigi Jackson out there tonight. Wow, oh, you're getting crazy with it. So you just trying to tank? No, no, no. I'm saying like he's. <laughs> He could, he could just kind of call some possible matchup stuff. Like, you know, you, you, you're short. On the offensive end. You're short a lot of dudes, bro. You know no, what I mean? No, I agree. I, I would actually, I would actually, I don't know if it'll help him win the game, but I'd rather play him than Conchar. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I, would, yeah. I, I agree with you there because Conchar is a wrap. Yeah, just throw, you That's got a 6'9", six, 6'9", nine, six, nine athletic, young, yeah. energetic body out there. Let him go out there and get some minutes. And even if does. he messes up, whatever. Yeah, just, like, just pull he's him. Yeah, it's, grow, it's fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, I'm, honestly. Is he, it, is, will he be any worse than Jake DeRavia was the other night? Can't, oh, he can't <laughs> be. <laughs> Come on, man. Because that's that's my fear tonight. It's like, dude, we're about to get so many right. LaRavia and Conchar minutes. Like, If I see Jake DeRavia on the island just fouling dudes because he can't just, all right, I can't guard this dude, foul. If I see him do that one more time, I probably. Bro, you know Christian Brown gonna do him. Oh in tonight. yeah, oh yeah, it's gonna be uh, uh, Christ on Christ climb, climb yeah, because that's what that's what happens. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like one one uh, white player rises above, mm-hmm. and when, and that, that was when he nice, sees uh, the other, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. It's like I have to prove. <laughs> like Larry Bird said, "Don't put a white boy on me." Like, the, bro, mm. and that's what Brown's gonna be saying yeah. tonight if Laravia's out there on him. I had a nice little pun, and y'all just let this slide by. Yeah, I, it was good. It right, was, Christian Brown. Yes, yes. Take Laravia, Christian. Yes, it was solid. It was definitely. It was. <laughs> do, do you do you fault the organization at all at this point, and especially knowing what we know about mm-hmm. Roddy and the fact that it doesn't seem like they're comfortable with him, or at least putting him out there, mm-hmm. that they didn't go out and get some front court depth before this started. Yeah, I think they've kind of – I think they for, – for once of all, for another thing, too, we found out about the Adams stuff Sunday when we found out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they knew about it had or had knew there was a chance of it well before we did. You know what I mean? Like coming in the, coming in the camp, when, when you – on um, on media day when Steven – when they're saying, yeah, Steven's going to be back. Adam's like, I don't know, mate. Uh, so he's like, irresponsible yeah, he if said, I said – He said the total opposite of what they're saying, you know, yes. because he knows his body. I'm sure that they knew that there was some chance they needed a big. I think they've had it set in their mind that regardless of what happens – we're not going to cut anyone to add a roster spot. We're not going to make a trade to add a roster spot. We're going to eat these first five games regardless of what they look like. We're going to get on that, ex- spot, get, wait on that exception to come up with job, and we'll make our move from there. I think they've known this spot just because they haven't. Because, like I said, if just because you knew what was coming doesn't mean you had to. Because you would have to either cut a guy and eat salary or you would have to make a trade and possibly send it. Because, you know, guys like LaRavia, La- La- Roddy, 
if you trade those guys, you gotta, you're going to have to send something with those guys to get somebody back if mm-hmm. somebody's going to take them on their roster. So I guess they just said, hey, we'll take – we know these five – after these five games – That we're going to get this extra spot. We can sign another guy anyway. These yep. guys are sitting on the couch. Nobody's knocking down their door. So – and we'll probably make some type of handshake agreement. They, Whoever they're going to sign, they probably already had this conversation with that person anyway. Do you think that person will that be time. good enough that after the 25 games they keep him cut Lofton? Because you're going to have to cut somebody, right? Yeah, um, that's going to be interesting to see. They've pretty much shown <laughs> – the first game they've shown how much I think they've had. What is Lofton. wrong? Is just doghouse deal or what? Man, I was – Out of came to, out of shape and they're mad? I mean, did they not this watch Summer League, bro? I mean – Lofton – What's up? When we acquired Lofton, my initial response, on draft night when we acquired him, I was like – that kid doesn't fit what they do. Like, why did they get him? Like, I was that was my original thought. Like, every everyone understands the cult following he has, even in college. Yeah, I'm a member of Junior Mafia as well. But I was like, that kid doesn't fit what the Grizzlies do. That's not the typical Grizzlies acquisition. Not not even in a signed trade draft anything. That's not the type of guy they normally get. And I just think, I think this. I think we're just seeing that through Coach Jenkins. Like, I think he. I don't think he really knows what to do with that type of player who's an undersized scoring big like that. I don't really think he knows what to do with that. And I don't really think he values him. And I think he's letting the front office know I don't really have, don't know what y'all want me to do with him. And I don't agree with that. I just think that's what he's doing. I just think he's kind of clearly letting them know uh, once y'all get another big here, I don't, I'm not going to use him at all. So mm-hmm. do what y'all need to do. Plus he's, I mean, just being honest, he's the easiest contract to let go of. I think he's, Guaranteed for this season for maybe two million dollars, and then after that, it's not guaranteed. So he'll be the easiest guy to wave out of all of them. Yeah. Um, I love Junior. I think a lot of people here in the city do. You can't look at him and not think about Zach Randolph, of course. And I think because of that, he's endearing to us. Plus, he's just like a pudgy faced kid with red <clears throat> red dreadlocks. And you, I mean, he's just one of those dudes that you just want to cheer for. Trained you know what by I mean? a tiger and Omar Sneed. Exactly. Just even yeah. adds more and to it's the just, He, he just form. feels like he's supposed to be here. It feels like, feels like we're supposed to just kind of uh-huh. keep him around. You know what I mean? But um, You think the writing's on the wall. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a matter of time before right. he's gone. Um, but um, I, th- I do think I do feel like they're going to sign someone in the coming weeks or whatever once their five-game uh, threshold is met. And I think whoever it is, I don't really care. I think it'll be fine. I think that Tillman Jaron works, but you have to have another big because after that, you don't have any other bigs, and Tillman's not even a true big really at all. He just works with Jaron. So I think you need another uh, true 6'10", 6'11", beefy, you know, oh, yeah. big just, just, just to go out there and just do the ugly stuff. So, and you know, it'll probably be somebody with familiarity, somebody like a Gorgie Jang or somebody that's been through here before, one of those type of guys. Um, I know – Chris Harrington made up a valid point with uh, Noah Vonley. He was talking about he's, you know, 6'10", 7-foot, 7-something wingspan. Um, he's got the same agent as Bain and Ja. So I'm sure that their agent is is probably trying to climb to the top of the pile to get their, their client over here. But I think he's in China right now too. I don't think – I think they're going to go really simple on, mm-hmm. on whoever they bring in. I don't think it's going to be anything extravagant. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a Boogie Cousins. I don't think it's going to be a guy who's going to want the ball. and Right. It's going to be somebody who just want to come in and – what you want me to do, Coach? Get rebounds? Okay, cool. Right. Biombo. Okay. Yeah, somebody like that. Just, okay. just, just going to – Biombo played real minutes with the Suns last year. Yeah. I mean, And I know people are saying all these names like, let's go get uh, uh, Robert, Robert Williams or go get uh, Mitchell Robinson, these type of guys. The Knicks are not trading Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, and they're not tra- trading them easily either. <laughs> no. You're not going to – And the same for Rob Williams. Yeah. I think if the – I'm going to say this, and I'm, I was going to say this on my show too, but uh, I know people are going to cra- – uh, like get on me for saying this, but I think that if the Grizzlies make, I want y'all to think about. It. I want y'all to think about this before you speak on this, really, because this is what I think the Grizzlies are really about to do. If the Grizzlies make a move where they're moving an asset, where they're moving like real assets, right, like draft picks, multiple players, all those type of things, they're not going to do that for a guy. When then you're still going to have Stephen Adams on your roster next year, plus this other big that you just acquired. Yeah, most Stephen too. That you're paying fifteen million dollars for all these mm-hmm. type of things. <laughs> I think with the Grizz, if if they do anything big this year, it will not be four or five. I think it's going to be for a guy that can play. It's going to be for a versatile forward who plays, who can play the four or the three, who can, who also can play with Jaron. That could cover up some of his uh, rebounding issues. And the reason why I say that is, if you look at what they're doing now, when you've got Zaire and Marcus Smart on the court, I think that even though I believe Marcus Smart can guard bigger wings. I think they want someone that, depending on the matchup, can slide down and guard a bigger wing to allow Smart to play 
a smaller guard who's yeah. on the ball. That would be ideal. Right. And I think if you get I'm not gonna name off guys because I don't want people to I don't want this to turn into a sound bite where I'm saying we're about to go get so and so. But if you go get guys who are in that six, eight, six, nine range, who can defend multiple positions and rebound, um, that may be what the future of the Grizzlies looks like. Because I know I know when they got Jaron here, their original plan was for Kyle Anderson to be the four and Jaron to be the five. With Kyle being a guy that can they can guard up or down. I could I if I, they're gonna do anything. There's a lot of guys I'm looking at where that could fit into. But I think that's what the, if they make a big move, it's gonna be for a guy like that. Interesting. As opposed to going to get a guy who just kind of covers Jaron's deficiencies and that's really all he does. You know what I mean? It's like it's like you're having two bigs on the court and the other big is just to cover what Jaron can't do. Because J- Steven Adams offensively, yes, he sets screens, yes, he makes great passes out of the post. But other than that, he's really you can't give the ball to Steven Adams and he like makes something happened, like, as far as scoring points. So I kind of think – I kind of feel like the, the Grizzlies might use this as an opportunity to kind of move in that direction. That's not based on anything, but I just can't see them investing draft picks and, like, multiple players on the roster to sway a team to give them Mitchell Robinson or Robert Williams. I can't, like – they're not yeah. going to trade, like, a Luke Kennard and future draft picks and maybe a Brandon Clark contract. Yeah, I, don't, no, I, don't, I mean, it would take yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think you're going to do that. Like, And, and people don't understand that to get that type of player here, that's something you're going to do. Portland's right. not going to just give you – you just can't say, okay, we'll give you LaRavia, Roddy. No question. Conchon, you, 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 don't have, <laughs> like, you don't have the – unfortunately, you don't have yeah. the assets yeah, to make you that don't. type of a move. Yeah, like, and I, think, I think if they make that type of move, it'll be for someone that can play with Jaron, but it's not a center. There's right. Be, there's allow Jaron to be the five on paper. Yeah, I don't really think but, Rob and Jaron would – you know, it's not a great fit. Sort of long yeah, term. I don't think they're going that route at all. But I'm seeing a lot of people getting excited about those type of moves. And I do love me some Rob Williams. Though. I'm a I'm a <laughs> oh, yeah, huge sure. fan of him. Yeah, if, in a perfect world, sure, I like him to be on my team. Yeah, I don't I don't think the Grizzlies going to make. But like you got you always got to consider other teams. Like Golden State needs a rim protector, right? Mm-hmm. And if they ever decided to make a move, they can offer Marcus Moody. They can offer Kaminga. They mm-hmm. can offer a lot of the young players. Yeah, their teams that are swooping are intriguing. Offer you real stuff. Yeah, the, the Grizzlies don't have any young players that are intriguing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right, right. like there's like there's you. you can't sell that. We've got a game of Zaire looking like he could play, and yeah, that's about like, all we get. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> as far as, I mean, you got certain guys like Santi who I think are off the table. You're I don't not think trading gonna, him, yeah. Then he, he doesn't even have a contract that's worth anything anyway. Exactly right. That's, that's another thing, too. These guys that have these deals. You can't match it. Yeah, there's nothing no there's nothing to, to match with those guys. Yeah, I mean, the Grizz are in a tough spot, man. It is yeah. what it, it happened. You know, it, this, this didn't happen on draft night. This yeah. didn't happen. You know, and I think maybe that's where the criticism is, right, that you didn't, you didn't handle the Steven Adams injury well. You know, I don't know if they they advised no surgery or what have you, but like you put yourself in a situation where you have two hands tied behind your back now because the season's here, it's rolling, and you have no good options, you have no good answers, and don't want to play Lofton. Yeah, no, your fewer so few, right. even fewer. And, options. If, and if and if maybe you had gone the surgery route, you know, mm-hmm. you, ha- you you he's ready. You have a much better you know understanding of mm-hmm. you know, and now it's like you're just dependent on guys that you know may or may not be. Able. It was and X is not bad. Well, I think that's just, what wasn't that the story though. That's why he held on because if he'd gone on and had the surgery, he's still going to be out for the season anyway. He would have uh, been out for the season. Like, he was holding out hope, right? right? Mm-hmm. That he would have been out for the upcoming season anyway. Yeah, that was the that's right. Her, Harrington and the rest mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Yeah. that's kind of the narrative okay, that's well. out there. I don't he would have been back I'm, like maybe for the playoffs type stuff. Okay, but, but he would have missed. He would have missed yeah. most of the regular season for sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess in that situation, in that situation, it's all the same. But right. I don't know. It's just you know, it, it's a little unfortunate that you didn't really get the news until now. Right. Because if it, if it was on draft night, you could have swung some stuff. You know what I'm saying? You were yeah. low acting like that. That everybody there had been rumblings about this for a while. Right. Oh, I'm that's sure there just, were. That's why I asked you yeah. the question: Should they have? Because he, like, he was but, not like he was not gung ho about he that. He told immediate folks, day. "Yeah, be irresponsible. Like, say I'm back for sure." Yeah. Like, yeah. like saying so, going against what sort of the organization was. No saying, question. That um, he looks good and ready. Yeah. At some point, you know, grind, brother. I mean, do we just move on from that? Yeah, I mean, man. That's, that's uh, all the all the little bro, little son grind stuff. Son. Y'all so, don't like that? I, I don't no, man. Nah, I hate dude, I, I don't. hate I hate like nicknames based on huh. another grown ass man. All that is like. It's also like that's not the time anymore, yeah, bro. Yeah, like Marcus like, Smart is like he's not a kid, bro. <laughs> Marcus Smart's been in the league like a ten grind, years, brother. Yeah, it's like no, man. That like, sounds uh, like you know what I'm saying. That sounds like it, like it a, just sounds goofy. Like it it's does. not cool. Yeah. Like a like a bad superhero or something. Here comes our, the grind, brother. At our wrestling, uh, you know, sort <laughs> yeah. of our wrestling and mantra. Then, around and then, bro, we we give nicknames like ba- like we're bad at it. Like we're bad at choosing we who gets been. the nickname. Dude, Jamal Franklin got the grind son nickname. Do you even know who that is? No, I remember Jamal Franklin. He he stunk. Yeah. Like well, for what? 
Did we give him that nickname? That, that's when we were desperately just trying to crown, trying folks to latch on to, to, a, exactly. to a yeah, next dude, generation. Exactly. That's back when we just drafted. Look, we're desperate for a star. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were clearly anybody. I mean, Jamal Franklin, second round pick. <laughs> we were hey, Jamal Franklin's shot. giving anybody a nickname out here. Jamal Franklin was averaging like fifty a game in China. Yeah, yeah China. So, so <laughs> let me ask you this: At what point would would you be a little bit more? Because because you, you're not. It doesn't sound mm. like you'd even be concerned if they went to zero and two tonight. And we've talked about mm. that. We wouldn't be either. But is there a point? Where it does, is there a record through this first 25 games where you're, where Anthony saying is concerned about where things stand? You know, um, is there something a, a failing they can do through this first 25 where where you're you are pushing more of a panic button? If we go get another big in free agency and they're still showing some of the issues they're showing now, okay, that would be a problem. Of course, I just don't think that's going to be the case though. Like seeing how good Bain was other no night, no question. Man, that dude was, was looking like I remember all-star. when when Bill on Bill was like a big thing. We were like, hey, let's, let's go. We need a Bradley Bill. Like, that, Desmond Bain is what we thought Bradley Beal would be, if not even better, when we were hollering about Beal on Beal and we'll win championships if we get Bradley Beal. Like, he's that dude was incredible. And I think that's something that's clearly repeatable. Was. He wasn't taking bad shots. He was scoring. He was taking shots within rhythm, knocking down shots. He was 5 of 10. And I could see him going 7, 8 of 10, you know, yeah. with the type of shooter he is because he didn't take any bad looks at all that night. Um, I think, like I said, Jaron's going to turn it up. We know – what he's able to do. Marcus Smart looked hella good. Um, those two sharing the, the the ball handling, Bain the Smart, mm-hmm. that worked. Uh, I think Derrick Rose is gonna be fine. I just don't think this is a I don't think this is a, a, a bad team. I don't think this I don't think I'm I don't anticipate any okay. major struggles from this team. Now finding their footing with these big man injuries, that type of stuff is, is you know, once they get through that, I think they'll be fine. I just think you gotta weather that storm, get Santi back out there. Get you another uh, big and free agency and just kind of, you know, see where you are. And then you're going to have to make a decision between these two sorry dudes and Roddy and LaRavia. Which one, am I, one of y'all am I going to play? Because I'm not going to keep playing both of y'all. It's Roddy. He's the better player. LaRavia's terrible. But I, I cannot look at him and not see Walker Kessler. Bro. I haven't gotten to the point where I, I don't know. see Walker Kessler with him. Because I, I think that was the biggest layup of a draft pick that you actually did walk up to the, to you, the – You selected him. Yeah, you walked up to the to the uh, podium mm, and selected mm, this mm. dude and you sent him out on a deal to go get this – I don't even know what they thought he – I guess they thought he could be a Mike Miller type dude. I was out on Jake LaRavia when I heard him say that he didn't make his high school varsity team until he was a junior in high school. I was like, all right. That's pretty tough. That dude's been sorry for a long time. Yeah, but, I mean, Michael Jordan was cut from his middle no, school No, but Michael team. Jordan was also scoring 40 in JV. And that was back when that school just didn't allow yeah, kids man. of a certain grade to play varsity. It wasn't because he wasn't good enough. Yeah, I, 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 I've never seen a, <laughs> I've never seen a glimpse. Like I, no, that man. that light bulb ain't fl- even flickering no. for him. You he know, just, he looks like he won a contest to go play in the NBA game. He doesn't look like, and he's tall. I mean, he's you know he's, <laughs> he's very tall. He's like he's like oh man. Yeah. Uh, they, they, maybe this guy will actually make the half court no. shot and from the crowd. You know what that's I'm what saying? He looks like a dude who hit a half court shot. And <laughs> the, the prize was you get to go play in a Grizzlies game. Yes, bro. That's what he is. That's, yeah, he doesn't. He's he just doesn't. You know, I mean, sometimes I they will have. Sometimes they'll pick people that you think might actually get it to the rim. Yeah. That's what Jake looks like. Yeah. He's, you know what I'm saying? Nah, man. I, I don't have any confidence in him at all. Like I said, he looks. Only time he looks good is when he's playing against. 11 through 15s when he's out there with other guys. He didn't are, even look great in summer league, bro. Like, yeah, and all he really has to do is be a dude that can catch, catch and shoot threes. You, yeah. You pass on the ball and he's kicking it back out. Like, dude, yeah. that's what you're out there for. Take that shot. Like, he, he's passing those shots up. Like, there's no other reason for you to be out here that, other than to shoot the ball. And he's in and, and the game one, he was scared to do that too. So I'm like, all right, man. Yeah. Enough, enough of Jake LaRavia. All right. I know a lot of people uh, will be excited to hear this news that uh, what, what are we calling them? Too broke to go? <laughs> Too broke for tickets. Too broke, Too for, broke tickets. for tickets. Too, Too broke for tickets, man. It's back again. Uh, the ultimate opportunity to flodge in the city of Memphis. You know, yes, Memphis, we sir. love to flodge. We love to stunt. Yes, sir. We love all those type of things. Uh, what better opportunity uh, than to go down to the FedEx Forum, party on the plaza before the game Okay, with everybody. And then when everybody starts going in, <laughs> you just walk over across the street to Hooters, watch the game, have fun with me and, and the guests who will be there. Uh, the people, guys from 9 one Wrestling said they're going to be there. I'm excited about that. Dig that. Uh, you know, I'm excited about all of them. And like I said, you can you can put you can put your gear on. Yeah. You, you get 10 percent off your your ticket if you have Grizzlies gear on. You got beer, Hooters girls. Like I said, you 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 can play. You can fly like you're going to the game with That's everybody right. else. That's right. And then when that long security line, they take about an hour anyway That's to go right. through. You can slide on over to Hooters, man. Get you a spot. Then after the game, when everybody's out there partying on the pavilion again, and go back. And walking down, you know, walking down, being all that, you can slide right back in the mix and, and act like you were at the game. Nah, I hear what G- that opportunity. Gabe is a big Hooters fan. 
a Gabe is a Hooters fan. He won't be there with me tonight. I'm not Uh-oh. sure if he knows that or not. Uh oh. Gabe is a big Hooters guy. The Hooters girls love him as well. They are. Mm. You know, typically like like guys want to take pictures with the Hooters girls. Like, yes. They want to take pictures with Gabe. So he's he's kind of a local celebrity when it comes down. So to you're going to public appearances. You're solo dolo tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm, pull, I'm pulling up solo, man. Gabe will not be with me tonight. Watch out. No, don't do all that. Look out. <laughs> don't do all that. Hey, based on what we've seen of the uh, early NBA, all the rest of the teams, you got an MVP pick for us? Oh, Giannis. I think I think Dame is going to make him look incredible this year. I think Dame is going to make – and Dame could be – Dame MVP. ain't going to be so good that – Nah, I don't – You splitting or, you I think, know, that, I, think I feel that, like, uh, doesn't I feel get like, votes I feel like Dame was hurt him good. last night Dame what he did. 30 yeah, I get that, nine, but I think, I I think once they turn up and teams kind of adjust to Dame being on their team, it's going to make things so easy for Giannis because things – the way teams regard Giannis in the past, you just can't do that anymore with Dame on the court. Yeah, I mean he had thirty nine, bro. I mean yeah, that's close to thirty nine and, and finished him off. Yeah. He was the closer. I think I think the order is going to go you Joker, Tatum, Luca. That's what I think. The bro, top three. They want to put Luca. Bro, Luca had, had a triple double. He had a triple double. They're not going to be top four. That is going to be terrible, man. But then, right, you have to be top. What did, be top what did four. Westbrook win it when he? Yeah, he averaged a triple double. I know. I know. The novelty of that gave him MVP. I know, but they weren't they like fifth in the West or something? Might have been. Yeah, I think they were like sixth in the West. Yeah, they, they were like pretty in so, incredible circumstances with that triple yeah. double he was averaging. I mean, look, I think uh, I think there is. A, I think Tatum has a real shot at it because a wing has not won it since mm-hmm. I want to say uh, Durant. Like a true wing is because I'm not. I mean, I guess if you want to count Harden, you count Harden as a wing. He's more of a two guard, but I guess we can count Harden. Yeah. So, so Harden is the last one. So anyway, uh, should be a uh, should be a fun night downtown. Yep. At uh, Hooters with our man Anthony Sane. Early start tonight. It yeah. is six p.m. I don't mind the early start. Okay. Sometimes. Saying, get down there to see you. Oh, early. you better get down there early, man. Yeah, get down there early. No yeah. doubt about it. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on as always, dude. Oh yeah. He is Anthony Sane. Catch him on. Bluff City Media, The Anthony Sane Show, joins us every Friday. We'll come back with the rundown. Jason and John, I turn to FM, ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.